This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Another win for the Sacramento Kings. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Denzel Joyce. Wait a minute. They do not know what Sacktown brings. When on the low, that's a Sacktown thing. Talking about us, it's a bounce out thing. Must they forgot we some Sacramento Kings. Whole squad going crazy. Yeah, we back with it. Northern Cali going crazy once Sack winning. If you doubted us, then ain't no back spinning. This is real right here. Ain't no catfishing. Uh. So tell me what you see now. See now. Rebound. It's 916 now. Look towards the sky like the beam now. Tell, tell him like, like the beam. Hey, like the beam now. Hey, 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 hey. Come on, man. Tell him like the beam now. You can tell him you can tell him like the beam now. Tell him like the beam now. Three straight wins. Come on, man. We're going verse two. Let's do this. Come on, Young Zell. Let's get it. Sack crowd, make sure everyone knows. Let me tell you how this thing really goes. Yeah, we travel deep. Smoke with a team of the year. We shaking things over here. Don't doubt we believe over here. We don't bleed over here. And let me just speak real clear. Only deal with real kings over here. So tell me what you see now. Coming down the lane off the, the rebound. rebound. It's 916 now. Look toward the sky like the beam now. Air horns, like one more beam. Let's go. Shout out to the big homie, Young Zell. Make sure you're following him. He's got something pretty dope going on Ooh, over there really on Twitter. Make sure you're following our man, Young Zell, over there. And we welcome you in here to the Tuesday, December 19th edition of D-Lo and KC. I'm Damian Barling. The ultimate needle mover in God mode himself. He's Kenny Caraway. Yes, sir. Acknowledge me. We are so happy that you are here with us. We are so happy to be talking about another Sacramento Kings victory uh, last night yeah. as they beat that sorry-ass Washington Wizards team. Well, I've been wanting to get that off. This is what they week. are. That team, no, that's, that's inappropriate. I don't want to do all that. 
They're not, they're not very they're good. They're not good, though. They're not a good they're basketball good. team. They're, they're, they're I was good. playing nice for about four days because I was just, I didn't want to. You got to show respect. I didn't want it to be us. Yeah. I didn't want to be like the Lakers on Friday night. Oof. Housing. Kings. It, <laughs> let's be clear. Kings destroyed the Wizards last night. There was a lot of panic on the broadcast about what happened the last few minutes. I even heard Mike bring up, oh, you know, we didn't close out the way we want to. Of course you didn't. The guys on the floor hadn't played for 45 minutes. What do you mean? Of course you didn't close out the way you wanted to. I thought the 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 dialogue, I mean, I know even James asked Mike a question about it. Matt George was talking about it. It was like, well, you guys calm down. This game was over in the third. That was nothing. That was, it, that it was, was absolutely nothing. nothing. It was a 20-point game sometime in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, yeah, it got to nine with. I'm nervous. I'm, what? Slawson in the game. With, 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 a, with, with 70 seconds left. I'm, I'm nervous, guys. <laughs> Kyle, will you calm down? Will you stop it? Yeah, no, that, that, wasn't, that wasn't the time. That wasn't the time. There was Juan no Toscano issue Anderson playing NBA basketball for the first time in a year, and everyone's nervous. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Kings, man, hey. These third quarter Kings, boy, my goodness, Oof. 46 in the third. And this, this is the way the homestand needed to start. Yes. You Absolutely. needed to go 3-0 and because of what the rest of this week looks like. We're just talking to James. James talking about, man, is this a, uh, I'm beat. Well, <laughs> James is about to get worse. Mm. You got a game Wednesday. You got a game Friday. You got a game Saturday. How do you think those players feel? And the competition is about to get significantly tougher. You've got the best team in professional basketball coming in to your home court tomorrow yeah. in the Boston Celtics. Uh, you've got uh, the Phoenix Suns coming in, presumably, with Kevin Durant this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, you've got the West leading and really, really consistent Minnesota Timberwolves mm-hmm. coming in here on Saturday. The dreaded second night of a back-to-back. Stretch is tough, man. But yeah. you did what you had to do. Yeah. There were three teams on the schedule that you're better than, and you beat all three of them. Well, I mean, and I'll, I'll even give them a little more credit than that because, to be honest with you, depending on who you talk to, looking at the standings, there was two teams that you were better than. The other team was sure. OKC. Sure, yeah. And, and that was a game that we look at in the same vein that we look at Friday's, well, t- tomorrow's game, Friday game and Saturday game, and that OKC game, and they handled business there. I want to see – and I know exactly what you mean. I'm on the, I'm on the same wave as it. I want to get to the point where you see a stretch like the next three games, and it's just like, yo, these are gonna be some good games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, and I'm not saying just you're saying I said it. Everybody said, it. oh man, these some tough ones coming up. I don't know. Handle that business early. It's just some good games because it's gonna be two good teams, two top flight teams going up against each other. So we're gonna see what happens. You think you think um Boston, if if the roles were reversed, right? If Boston was at home for three games and they had the Kings, Suns, and Timberwolves, they'd be like, Man, oof. better win that better win that Cavs game or or better win that Pistons game because these next three did a they'd be like, Oh, we got good games coming up. Let's cook. Let's cook. This is what yeah, we're I'm doing. Not, I'm not sure how you're reading. I'm what not saying I just it's said. not you. I'm saying this is what this is what we do collectively from time to time. We look at games like this and be like, man, you better better get these ones early because 
That day, back end of that homestand, oof. Yeah, it's tougher. That's tough. Yeah, bank these wins. Yeah, yeah take, bank these wins. Take care of them. Buddy. And you're, you're absolutely right. Yo, we got some good games coming up. good games. They're going to be a lot more enjoyable for me because you banked these wins and you didn't lose to <laughs> to to, uh, uh, to Washington. Uh, or, or oh, you know, you, you, even even a, 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 a conference fall win in, in, in OKC, as you mm-hmm. just mentioned right there. Yeah. Um, it's not okay. They can go three and three on the on the homestand now. Yeah. No, it's like all right. It's going to this game. You got most importantly, and I think this 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 is this is to me is the most important part out of all of this. And and I think this would work in your Celtics analogy too. You're playing well. Mm-hmm. That's that's what this mm-hmm. that's that's what this all comes down to. You're playing well going into these big games against Boston or or your 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 analogy Sacramento. Yeah, like the fact that you're playing well. To me, the fact that the Kings are playing well, the fact that the Kings have established all of those earlier, still relatively early, but all of those earlier in the season concerns about those offense, the offense, that's over, right? That's yeah, done. It looks like it. I mean, it they're putting. Like you want thirties? Mm. They, they, they're regularly putting up forties now. Right. Right. It was. There was. There was one forty three last night. Hey, that, that's a bad Washington team, no doubt. Point being, there was concerns. Oh, they're, they're focused too much on this. Oh, they're exerting too much energy. Come up mm-hmm. with all these reasons why things weren't falling into place. Now it looks like that offense is back. Yeah. I didn't know. True, true, true story. I don't think I said it. I didn't say it. I didn't know what to expect from Keegan last night. How many times have we seen, shoot, the, 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 prior to Steph Curry, uh, some of you might be old enough to remember the greatest three-point shooter of all time, Ray Allen. Didn't he hit 11 threes, 12 threes in a playoff game once and then didn't hit one the next day, the next was that game? With, was that with Boston? Man, part of me feels like it was with Miami, but it could have been with Boston. But there was, there, there was a game, and I, honest, and I don't remember which one it was, but he hit like 10, 11 threes, like just something absurd, and he didn't hit one the next day. Mm-hmm. Part of me was wondering, is Keegan just going to go over? Or, or, you know, is it going to be like one of six mm-hmm. or, or something like that? Uh, nope. That's, that's not what happened, and that's the that's the next step. I think I he got the most friendly role ever on his first three point attempt. Got that last shooter's night. touch, man. Hit the rim that, seventeen times and then dropped. Got that shooter's touch, and and I know if Ray Allen could have a game like that, anybody could have a game right. like that. Hell, but, Steph went zero for eight two nights ago. Yeah, but once again, that's the progression. I got I I got no concerns about, or I want to get to the point where I got no concerns about Keegan or. Mm-hmm. Especially Keaton, because he's a shooter. De'Aaron is a little different. De'Aaron is can be a streaky three-point shooter. So if he goes six of nine one night, like, oh, maybe it's one for four the next night or something mm-hmm. like that. Like that's that's where his average comes from. But Keegan, I'm getting to the place and I wanna continue to be at the place where it's like, it's just what he does. He hits he hits three, four, threes a night. Mm-hmm. He's gonna give you about seventeen points. Then that's just what you can bank on. You know, and we're getting to the point with this team, with all that stuff, right? With, with how individuals like Keegan Murray plays, with how the offense operates and what they do, um, at home, playing at home. They're now ten and three at home. Mm-hmm. Like, you got these next three games at home. I'm expecting, expecting to win two of them. You're at home, and that's the that's the the place we need to get to. With the Sacramento Kings, where yeah they're at home for the next two three, or they got a six game homestand, 
four and two minimal, mm-hmm. maybe five and one because they're that lethal at home. That's where I, I'm not saying that's where we're at right now, mm-hmm. but that's where we want to get to. Man, Celtics are fourteen and zero at home. Thank God, tomorrow's game is here. <laughs> uh, Houston, I think, is eleven and one. Yeah, home. that's bizarre. That is so wild. And they're like two, what two and. They're uh, they're the road or they're like uh, they're where where are they? I was looking at that this morning. Eleven and one and two and ten. That's a trip. On the other hand, Memphis is five and eight on the <laughs> road and one and eleven at home. They don't have no home wins, or and, they got the one. And San Antonio and Detroit are winning nowhere. That's, so they're not even winning on Mars. Twenty four straight for Detroit, boy. Twenty four straight. That is a Ooh. jarring number to see. 24 straight losses. Two and and 25 looks so much worse than four and 22, which is what Washington is. The two and 25 just looks just nasty. You know what would have looked worse for Washington is five and 21. No, well, it would have looked five and 21 (laughs) would have looked worse for the Kings. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But we in here, man. Kings in a four seed, man. They Half right there. Out of three. Yeah, they right there, man. Everything is clumped up outside of Minnesota. We'll talk about that. Uh, we'll talk about what we saw last night. Uh, De'Aaron Fox, DeMontis Sabonis, another triple-double for him. Uh, the double-double numbers. Do triple-doubles also count as double-doubles? Uh, I think they just – well, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't, I don't know. I think they might count them as, as double-doubles as well. I think so. It makes yeah. sense. It's still a double-double. But yeah. uh, the, double, the, the, the numbers are insane amongst the best – centers in the league we'll talk about that uh we'll really dive into this we'll talk more about keegan murray you want to jump in man we'd love to hear from you 916-909-1320 we are just getting started at Stilo and casey brought to you by sky river casino here on sacramento sports leader espn 1320 hey everyone boomer esiason here the nfl draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one the free odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country the local voices who know your team the best giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad it's always football season right here on the free odyssey app I didn't like. I don't like the way you said that. Too. Well, I don't want that to be clear. Was, hey, I don't like the way you said that. What did I do? All I asked is if you had like a Tony Romo in the back of the closet I, or something. A Tony Romo jersey for Sports Day. I don't have a Tony Romo jersey. Did I don't you, have any. Did you believe in Romo? You're like, yo, yeah, franchise. We can win a mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did. What were yeah, your thoughts I, on him and Jessica Simpson? Uh, I was really well. They went to Cabo together before the. <laughs> Before the the, the Giants game, yeah. Yeah, the original the boat trip, Giants game, yeah, yeah, the boat trip before the boat trip. Did he have a good game that game? Uh, I think it was just like he a was fine. It's just it ended with an interception in the end zone. That's how the game ended. Pick your game when they were thirteen and three. Yeah, pick pick your Cowboys game for that one. That's not he didn't. It's not that telling a lot, me a lot. Well, interception, lot. yeah, well, yeah, but interception in the, like on the last play, nah. like that's. That's how it. That's how it ended. Got to be more specific. Tell so you what, I oh, never let that guy it. hold he's the field goal for me. He's not Brett Favre. Oh, okay. What is this? What? What is going on right now? We're just why talking about Tony Romo, not why you. Going in on Romo. <laughs> Romo ain't never nobody. <laughs> Actually, I, that I was Romo fine field goal. Romo. That wasn't even his fault. That was Punk Arcel's fault. They played goal the whole time when they could have just push pushed into the end zone. Just catch the ball. And 
it on the ground like you're supposed to. Score a touchdown. How, how all of a score sudden a the ball just gets slippery? Even, even throwing the ball for for four minutes or however many minutes, fifty nine minutes. All of a sudden it slips out. Why do what is, what is this with Tony Romo? Why do you two hate Tony Romo? What do you do we don't do hate you? Tony. I don't hate Tony. No, you're getting your you know you're getting your jokes off. I want the Cowboys, so I got to do that. The My, only uh, Cowboy jersey I had I had Dion years and years and years and years ago. That hurt me. And then uh, To was, I was upset. I was more upset when Dion went to the Cowboys than To. I was upset. When I actually Dion. loved the love Dion on the 49ers. Like I love oh. Dion everywhere he's been. He was he was after Bo. He was one of my favorite football players. That I, I was looking for a jersey not, uh, a couple days ago for Dion, greatest the, athlete of all 49ers. time. Yeah, Bo, Dion, no, Bo, Bo is it Bo? It's Bo. Okay, because Bo is kind of In like a really abbreviated form. Yeah, <laughs> watching Bo Jackson highlights back is special. Like he like the the Auburn highlights, the even the the, the Kansas City Royals highlights. Like he is is special. Well, because before he got hurt, they used to say he could have been Hall of Famer in baseball and NFL, right? Like he was on his way. That might be a little. Um, I don't know about Hall of Famer in baseball. He he, he probably really, could have really been good. in football. There, there there's probably a little revisionist history, like in that. He was like, an All Star though. Yeah, he did make. The, he won the All Star MVP. Yeah. Uh, homered off your boy to start Rick the game. Rushel just served one up. He was. He was incredibly exciting, man. I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I just don't like the swiftness with how you said Bo over Dion. You oh. didn't even think about it. I don't, I don't have to. Mm. Uh, there's nothing to think about. But, but, but it's also a subjective conversation with Bo because it's, it's really based off like – when you talk about the greatest athlete of all time, you're you're literally talking about like just his pure athleticism. Mm-hmm. Like he could do everything with speed, strength, power. Like he it felt like at the time he was one of one. Right. Dion's career, especially as a cornerback, who was better at what they did in their in their prime, not like longevity. Who was better at what they did? Bo's a running back, Dion is a I'm cornerback. I'm going to say Bo. I think Dion is a cornerback. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I you're talking about just we're we're talking about such a I, in a, in a, in a real conversation. The answer is Deion Sanders because mm-hmm. he's one of the he's one of the greatest at his position I think that's ever lived. If we're talking about like he's, an isolated, but I think he's the greatest. That, that's fine too. But if we're talking at about a like an isolated time frame, a guy who played a sport essentially like halftime for half the time, mm-hmm. man, I think Bo was Bo could have been. He, he no, he could have been. I, I'm not even else. like I'm. I'm. I'm assuming he played twelve years like that. I'm not even like taking what he could have mm-hmm. been. I'm just looking at Bo as a running back at his best. Dion as a cornerback at his best. I think Dion was. That's fine. Better at what he did. Yeah, that's fine. He's greatest at his Why position in my opinion. Cowboys. I'm so upset by that. The to- remember how big of a deal the twenty million dollar man was. <laughs> the cover of Sports Illustrated it was, and even though I. The, I, I think I'm that's what a, it was. Was it twenty? It wasn't a hundred, yeah, right? It was twenty. I think. Yeah, yeah, that's what I. I'm thought, not a. Yeah. I'm not a. Is this man me. worth twenty million dollars? I'm not a big, big fan of most of the stuff that this guy does at all. Don't get it twisted. But there are some moments when, like Jerry Jones, like when he did the the Dion commercial, what he said, "Get me Dion" or whatever. It was mm-hmm. like yeah, in yeah. the Dallas one. Yeah, like, yeah. Like owners ain't doing that. Like yeah. I, I kind of salute that that he understood the showmanship of it all. My favorite Dion highlight will always be when I, I can't remember if it was, 
it, I can't remember who it was against. Part of me wants to say it was Andre Risen, but he pulled a hamstring in the middle of a route that he got beat on, and then they <laughs> overthrew the ball, and his hamstring healed. It's incredible. <laughs> like he grabs the hammy, ah, ah, he's he's doing the whole he's doing the whole thing, and he's limping. The ball gets overthrown, and he walks it off. Our wide receivers get a bad rap, but DBs might be the biggest divas in the league. Oh, I would have, I would have called play football. I would have been a DB. Yeah, that fits. Yeah, I would have been a DB. I would have been the out. DB where um, I get burnt. The guy drops it though through his hands, and I'm just nope, no, nope, yeah, nope, oh, that's one of my favorite. Yeah, that's one of my favorites for sure. Uh, I can't wait till SI drops the "Is this man worth eighty million dollars?" cover for De'Aaron Fox in a couple of years. And the answer will be yes. Uh, obviously, uh, the answer will be yes. This was a rare game for the Kings last night in their win against the Wizards, where it was all about the starters. Mm. Like Everybody, Malik, the starters balled out. Yeah, Malik Malik was good for sure, as he mm. always is. But you look at what Keegan did. We talked about the the double double, or excuse me, the triple double. Uh, with the Bonta Sabonis, and and he had 28, 13, and 12, the 30 points uh, from De'Aaron, the 25 from Keegan Murray, and hello, Harrison Barnes, uh, 19 from HB. 19 from HB, and I don't want to overlook that because that's a good that's a good scoring night from HB. He played well. No, he played well. I'm just I'm looking, no, you, going no, through the stat just... line again. See zero rebounds. I'm like, how? That is insane. But 19 points, 8 of 11, he balled Zero assists. Come on. Yeah, he did what I asked him to do. Make your presence felt in at least one category. He did have a steal, though. Hey, make your presence felt in at least one category. It was all scoring today, 8 of 11. He did a great job. But I I don't know. Here we are, 12-24. Feels like the new HB. Come on, Sabonis. 28 points, 13 rebounds, 12 assists. No, see, the thing about that, though, that's not – Reese told us about this. See, that's not the the new HB, though, because that – not that number. Mm. You're talking 28, 13, and 12? That ain't indiscreet. That's that's, that's not subtle. Mm. That's that's Jokic numbers. Mm. The Domas numbers are the the 18. The 18 and the, the 12 and the 10. Like, those are – those are those are the those are the triple doubles that just fly under the radar. Or as as I think was a discussion, I think De, I think De'Aaron was asked about it at the podium, like the near triple doubles, mm. where you yeah, like you try to like, like like they're aware of it. They're aware of how close he is. Right. They try to go get it for him. Yeah, whatever. As long as we're winning the game, that's all. That's all those guys are concerned about. Yep. But 28, 13, 12, That's not subtle. That's big boy stuff. So problem. Yeah, that's big boy stuff right there. That's stuff that that's if a you're problem. That's that's <laughs> and shout out to Drapes, who just wouldn't call out the NBA last night. <laughs> he kept talking about bloggers and podcasters talking about the NBA ladder or the NBA MVP ladder when it was NBA.com <laughs> who completely ignored De'Aaron Fox. That's Drape should have said, crazy. "Hey, NBA, y'all full of crap." Did they have a new rankings out yet? So we, I don't I'm know. Gonna have to, I'm gonna have to monitor this. Yeah, I don't know when those. This drop. is ridiculous. Only 30 point scorer in the entire league who wasn't in the top 10 of top their top 10. MVP we ain't even ladder. ask you to have him in the top five. We saying have this man in the top 10. Nope, <laughs> they wouldn't do wouldn't it. Wouldn't do it. That was and so the man just went for 30 last night. 30. I think the NBA releases their MVP ladder every Friday too. So we'll check back then. Mm. 35 and six. They ain't gonna ruin my Christmas. <laughs> mm, punk ass MVP. They, um, they and he had a he had a thirty. I don't want to say it was it was quiet or nothing like that because he has some moves, but 
I mean, he struggled in the first quarter, had to rip the tape off. You know, it just – and then, that and was then like, he started cooking. You know what that reminded me of? LeBron's sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> when LeBron tries to rip the sleeve off the ill-fated sleeve jerseys. I don't know why people were so upset with those jerseys. That was one of my favorite moments. Of, well, I, 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 I do kind of get if you are used to playing in – Something without sleeves that to play in something in sleeves well, is going to feel different. I didn't have one of those, so I don't know what the what the material was necessarily like. But if it was, it looked like it was supposed to be like compression. If it was compression, like that's not an issue. No, that's not comfortable. If that's it's compression, not an issue now. no, that's cap. That's that is not an issue at all. That's that's major cap. That's uncomfortable. If if you're used to nothing being there and the sleeve is moving up and down as you're moving, if it's compression, that's terribly uncomfortable. If it's compression, it ain't moving up and down. And yes, it is. NBA. On your uh, uh, on a short sleeve, playing these compression short sleeves all the time. Well, these guys are so meticulous about how they do stuff. Too. I'm sure if like there's nothing there and you're shooting or whatever, there's something there that's gonna throw you but off. But still, him ripping it off is funny. well, and that, that's like an said, all-time that's moment. It's the one person that ripped it off. I mean, Steph didn't have a problem. Steph dropped forty. Was that? It. it was nothing. That's that. That's what it really is. If you a shooter, it ain't no issue. If you like no. on the borderline, no, this is a personality-driven thing. Don't mess with what I don't was, mess with. Was my LeBron routine. ripping those off? Was that like no. the end of those jerseys? I think. Yeah, they never came back. Yeah, I'm thinking about it right now. Yeah, yeah. they never no, came no, back. They, they never came. That back. was the that was the end of the sleeved jerseys. Yeah, if you shoot her, it don't matter. And I just, don't think I don't think uh, De'Aaron's going to be wearing kinesiology tape anymore either. <laughs> just like or when they KT tried to, tape, whatever. It's just called. like when they tried to uh, change the basketball. Oh, that was bad. The shooters was like, it's whatever. Oh, that Kyle Corvers, all these. It was like, whatever. It was the borderline guy, like the Vince Carter said, like, I can't feel nothing. This is terrible. Shooters was like, it's nothing. Okay. It's nothing. Okay. Just give me a full Literally, time. everybody hated the ball. They changed it like two days later. What are Kyle, you talking about? Kyle Corver didn't have no problem. He's like, it's a shoot. As a shooter, I get. Because I he feel already, the ball he more. already knew the ball was getting. He already knew. That he said, I can feel it. I can feel it more. This is better for the shooters. We so, need to get out to Crypto.com Center at Kenny's backyard. And so, see. so Kyle Corver was the only guy who liked the ball, and that's the end of the argument. No, right I there. didn't say he liked it. He said, I don't have a problem with it. It's just shooters don't care. It's what we do. That's what I'm saying. Let's go to littlecrypto.com. Well, we that. That's what yeah. we do. Yeah, he's talking for himself yeah. right now. He's not talking for Kyle Corver. I need is I, I need grip. I need to be able to feel the basketball. That's all I need. You can put sleeves on me. I'll play. I'll shoot in long sleeves. I'll shoot in this shirt. Get buckets. It's nothing. It's nothing. Yes, but will you be playing at the highest level of basketball in your flannel shirt? Sure. That I'm telling everyone is a Palms Angel shirt until otherwise, <laughs> until we otherwise determine that it's not. You 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 playing at G1C in that? That's nothing. Okay. I've never had the right. the what is it called uh, KT tape. I've never had that though, so I don't. Yeah, know Yeah, I've never that had that either. Yeah, I've never I've never had that. That uh, seems like before. It might be because it's like, I don't know. I understand what you're saying about the sleeves. It seems like the KT tape is literally like. Keeping you from extending your yeah. arm and all that other stuff. If it's that could be distracting. So that stuff works. It was for for yeah. De'Aaron. Yeah, I remember a time. Yeah, it works. I remember <laughs> my man uh, 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 Lino out here in Sacramento, right before the the Olympic team was named in two thousand eight. Kara had separate Kara Lawson had separated her shoulder in Minnesota, mm-hmm. and. It was like they were deciding who was going to be on that Olympic team, so there was no way she was going to miss the next game. He taped her; he essentially taped her shoulder in place Sheesh. to a, a a way that was comfortable and could heal, and she could play. 
and then put that 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 KT tape mm-hmm. uh, in a way that would help her her muscles break. Played the whole game. Wow! And like it was taped in a very very specific way. It was one of the most people who know how to do that. That stuff is phenomenal. Yeah. But I've never had I know, it. I've, yeah, never, I've never. I've never. I've never used it. Never, never had it. Don't know what it feels like. So we should I do just a show where Aaron didn't like it. Aaron did not like it. Get well, we'd have to have me. we'd have to have like an athletic trainer apply it for a specific reason. For maybe maybe uh, we can put it on James Ham's back. There it is. Boom. Let's see if we can get Pete Youngman in here <laughs> yeah. to tape up James Ham. Million dollar ideas every day here. Can <laughs> can James get out of the chair at twelve o'clock? Without making a very loud noise. You imagine 12 o'clock hits, James gets out the chair, does a jumping jack. <laughs> James, look at this, old, fellas. James does the old Shawn Michaels bit where he pops up off the off the mat. James doesn't know it, but boy, do we have an idea for somebody, you, pal. Somebody get Pete Youngman on the phone. We could do this. James, James going to be like, um, and come fly with me when Michael Jordan's mom dumped. Yeah. James. <laughs> Betty Tweeties. James is going to pop up and be ready to roll with that tape on his back. Oh, man. New lease on life. But, yeah, De'Aaron, you talk about him having 30. I mean, that happened with he, – it took him a while to get get comfortable. Yeah. And then he just started so cooking. He was – he was I, – I tracked this last night. Did I – hopefully I put it in the notes. I did. He started 0 of 4. He hit his net. He went – 10 of his next 15, but I actually think he went 10 of his next 12 and just missed his final three shots. Mm. Um, Jeez. But, yeah, he got he got hot, hot, mm-hmm. and very, very comfortable, and that's how he wound up finishing with 30. Just a really impressive offensive performance, again, uh, from the Sacramento Kings. I, I don't, I don't want to gloss past what, what Malik did. 10.6 assists, just steady as can be. Uh, but this was a game where the starters are out. Yeah, I mean, particularly the big three starters. That that's that is about as well you get the starters to play, you know, all together. I feel, you know what I mean. Everybody in that starting unit got shots. Everybody got opportunities. Everybody made the most of those opportunities. Like I said, that's about as good as as you you can have them play. And you're 100 percent right. De'Aaron missed his last three shots. Yeah, he had a he had a good he had a he had a good stretch where he was not he was not much at all. So, th- thinking about this as as we're talking about it and, and going through it a little bit, um, I don't think I got your answer to what you asked me and James yesterday okay. about is this team good enough to make a finals? As is, mm-hmm. I think they are. We we talk trades all the time and Herder Barnes, all this other stuff. I'm talking about it because that's what we do for four hours. We're, we're engaging in conversations and hypotheticals. But in the, the nuts and bolts of it, you ask me, do they need to move? I don't think they need to make a move right now. I, I look at this roster, HB, Herder. Yeah, maybe you want to, you know, change the Davion position. But I don't, the way Keon is playing, I don't think that is an issue right mm-hmm. now. The way Malik is playing, I don't think that's an issue right now. I don't think this team needs to make a move. Now, I'm asking these questions after what we saw last night when the starters were phenomenal, but Mm -hmm. I'll I'll ask you, do you think they need to make a move to reach another level? Um, I think they can 
get to the Western Conference Finals, maybe come out of the West. I wouldn't be confident in it, though. Like going into a seven-game series against the Nuggets, who I think they match up great against. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't feel great about it. Um, However, I don't. I don't think. I don't care what Zach Levine wants or what he's open to. I don't think that's a thing. Mm. I don't think that's even close to a thing. I also don't think there's a trade that we've discussed. There might not even be a trade we haven't discussed Mm. that involves two starters, Davion and Picks. Mm -hmm. I don't think that that trade exists anywhere. Mm I think any move that the Sacramento Kings make, and this is something that I was telling the guys on the, the, the handoff earlier that has really stuck in my head, I don't believe Sacramento in this trade season will do any deal that makes signing Malik Monk more difficult or impossible. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that'll happen for anyone. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not sold on Monty just sitting still during the trade deadline like he did last year. Uh, but I also, I, I don't I don't think Siakam is a thing because as you pointed out yesterday, I just don't think they can compete mm-hmm. with the other offers that are out there. If there's one that I think is the most likely, it's OG. And the only reason I think OG could be likely is a potential willingness to come here and play in Sacramento. And... I don't believe the asking price. I don't believe Messiah Jiri can get anything close to what his asking price is for either one of those guys, mm-hmm. but particularly for OG. This isn't a shot. This is just how it – like OG scored two points last night. Mm-hmm. I understand that's not as – like you're not looking for him to score 40. Mm-hmm. He scored two, though. And that those – you everyone watches that and mm-hmm. sees that, and they also recognize you want me to rent a player for – a couple months on a hope and a prayer and give you two starters and three picks. No, the Lori marketing stuff is absurd. It's ridiculous. It's laughable. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that stuff, that talk, those deal that doesn't exist to me. Um, I think this team is good. I still, I, my, my, my opinion about what we saw last night doesn't change the fact I'm still concerned about the way that they played against new Orleans. New Orleans more than Houston. I felt like like you could argue if you wanted to. I think it's a I think the argument's trash. Well, n- that's not true. That's that's the wrong way of putting it. I don't think it's a great argument. But you could make one that they just play bad versus Houston. Okay. You got beat though. Three times. Once in a pretty meaningful game by New Orleans. And I told you the last one, I didn't like it. I just didn't like the way that that game felt. I felt like the team that we saw last night couldn't play that way against New Orleans. And I don't know if it was because something New Orleans was doing or the shots didn't fall and it, and it, and it, and it kind of influenced the way that they played the rest of it. I don't know what it was, but I stand on what I said today after that game. I did not like it. And I don't know what the acquisition is to make that better. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think it's any of those three that we talked about yesterday. When I look at and I'm completely out on the Zach Levine idea. When I completely out. When I look at the teams that would you know give me pause if you know I was uh, seeing the the Kings go go up against them. For me, it's just the Clippers. It's just the Clippers. Really? Everybody else? No Denver? No. I mean, not like oh they 
work them or not, but I wouldn't no. be afraid of the Kings going up against Denver. Um, I, Minnesota? I, I wouldn't, wouldn't be afraid. Minnesota's really good. I, I like I believe in Minnesota more than others. Like I think that's a for real team. Ant Man did some stuff last night too against Miami that was crazy. I think the Minnesota matchup bothers me either. Nah, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't bother me because this with this team, unfortunately or fortunately, depending on how people look at it, the if they're getting if they're continue to get their looks it's going to come down to whether or not they're making shots. Mm-hmm. Nobody is defending them, defending against them in the bad shots. We just haven't seen it. And I know a lot of people talk about um, them needing to defend. And there's guys like Ingram that I just, I just don't have an answer for. That's the guy that bothers me more than anybody on New Orleans is Ingram. Like when he gets the ball, it's like, what do you do? Like I have no idea what they can do. He could have 50 on the Kings. They have no answer right now. We'll see what happens with Keegan. But if they're hitting their shots, there's nobody that concerns me. And they don't even have to be, and and more importantly, more than hitting their shots, if they're getting their shots. Nobody has stopped them from getting their shots. And as long as that continues to be the case, I'll take my chances that they'll they'll, they'll hit those shots. The West this season is Pretty, I think we could all say it's pretty. There's, there's no clear cut best team right now, right? I think Minnesota's doing their thing, but I don't think mm-hmm. they're that much better. Last mm-hmm. year, Denver was that team, but this year it's different. You don't think the Kings could use a move that kind of sets themselves apart? Like right now, I think there's matchups. You're like, okay, I'll take the Kings in this, or maybe I'll yeah. take the other team, but it's kind of like, no, like we made a move and now it's like, I'm taking the Kings against. But whoever. I don't know what it is, though. Like, could they? Sure, but who? Because I don't think it's any of the three guys we named, especially at the. I'll, I'll rephrase that because I don't want to be disrespectful to those three guys. I don't think it's any of those three guys that we named at the cost that we predicted. And I'm not like keeping it specific to those guys, but just as far as like Kenny's question, like do they need to make a move or whatever? It's like, yeah, maybe we don't know specifically, but like do they need to make one eventually to set themselves and apart? The, and the, key word, the, the key word is is need. I don't think they need to make a move to to survive or to contend. or anything. I, I don't think they need to make a move to contend in the West. Can a, can a move elevate them? Yes. Can a move take them to, you know, a, a different level? Absolutely. But if today on December 19th you want to say, are they a contender for coming out of the West? I think they are. If And, and here's, here's where, where I'll co-sign that. I think you're 100% right if Keegan is an 18 to 20 point scorer the rest of the way. That's a game changer. Because that is a game changer. To me, he is now your, depending on numbers, it's going to be close, your second or third best score. Clearly your third, potentially your second, depending on what Domas is doing. I think he's around 18 right now. But if you have two guys at 18 and then a guy at 30, I feel like you're in pretty good shape. Mm -hmm. But he is your best defender. Mm. And he's not your best defender because he's good on a bad basketball team or on a bad defensive basketball team. He's your best defender because he's really good on defense and he has changed the trajectory of what you do on the defensive end along with that other guy who's scoring 30 points a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you got if you got Keegan doing what he does on the defensive end, giving you 16 to 17, this is the way I look at it. You got Fox giving you 25 to 30. You got Sabonis giving you 
18 to 25. You got Monk giving you anywhere between 13 and 20. Mm-hmm. And you got your Keegan at 16, 17. Now, all you, in my opinion, all you need is one of Herder, Barnes, Trey Lyles to to show up and give you about 11. And now, and now you're you're crazy on the offensive end, like you're you're crazy. You're a problem. You're a problem to defend, and you're. It seems a lot of the times that they get some of the energy from that that offensive end. And now you're getting steals. You're getting out of there. But if Keegan is giving you, if he's not consistent, now you need two of those guys to give you that. And it may sound like not big a, a big difference, but that's a that's a huge difference. If you're saying, "Yo, I need Barnes and Herder to to give me 11. Uh, now it's shaky. But if Keegan giving you that 17, you just need one of those three guys to show up. We'll come back. Uh, I, I I think this is an interesting discussion, especially given how they're playing, and who they're about to play because some of this could get put to the test a little bit. So uh, we'll talk more uh, about that. Trista Crick coming up, James Ham coming up. Zelo and KC brought to you by Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. The Greek Freak and Dame Dollar coming in the 916, but the Fox and the Ox are waiting. You can be on the inside looking out and do it while helping create arts and education programs in the Napa Valley and surrounding areas. Been on a package for the March 12th Kings-Bucks game at the Golden One Center. Uh, four-time NBA All-Star and Olympic gold medals and current Bucks assistant Vin Baker will meet the winning bender before the game uh, with four great seats, probably KC's, uh, a gift, some autograph merch. Uh, there's also a number of other of things you can, other things that you can bid on, including a night at the Oscars, New Year's Eve with the San Francisco football team, or hospitality in Aspen or Bordeaux. Uh, over to nvff.org to participate. Um, the biggest thing to come out of this season so far isn't just what Keegan Murray is doing on the offensive end. It's what he's doing on the defensive end. But the fact he's doing them both at the same time is what could potentially change the trajectory of season, mm. uh, Sacramento Kings. And I think it's why last night, and certainly you get caught up in what's it called, the dopamine of a victory. And you start thinking, hmm, but as a, maybe this team's right. Maybe there's nothing to be overreactionary about. Maybe, maybe, maybe this roster is just fine. Mm-hmm. But as I thought back to our conversation, particularly uh, the one with, with James and, and kind of the Malik moment to all of this, I kept thinking about Levine like that's not it. Just financially, it's just not it. It doesn't work. Siakam, I think you're spot on. They just on the surface alone, they don't have. We, we were just talking about bidding for the Napa Valley Film Festival. They ain't got the bid for that. Mm-hmm. Like you can go look at the auction. You could place a bid if you want to, but you're probably gonna get beat out pretty quick. Yeah. OG's the one that I'm just kind of like. That might not be the market that 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 Masai Ujiri is banking on, and I have now hung my hat on the third party candidate. There's someone we're not talking about. There's someone that's not in everyone's little article. There's someone that's not on hoops hype every day. Mm-hmm. There's a general manager who's open to trading somebody for whatever reason, and maybe it's that person. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's that player. Maybe it's a player that we don't see right away. Maybe we look at, oh, that's in. So Monty McNair did that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let's see what that turns into. It could be one of those. Yeah. 
Because like I, you know, I told Kyle and James, there were people who didn't like the Mike Brown hire. There were people who didn't like trading Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, there were people who didn't like uh, that they stood still at the trade deadline when everything was going to ramp up last year and we didn't go get Mason Plumley. And he hasn't missed. He's his approach. I, I, I used the Keegan Murray draft pick as well. They said it was a, a four person draft, and the Sacramento Kings took the fifth person. Cool. He wasn't wrong. Again, dude was not wrong. Yeah. And so, one thing that I feel like I'm certain of is Monty McNair knows what's best for this team. He knows better than me, you, and any writer for the athletic or the ringer or panelist on NBA today like he knows this team this roster and what his head coach needs more than anybody else I agree 100% Um, they they just have to I think they got to be a little patient Um, and is it weird that this conversation is so heavy like before Christmas I wouldn't say weird you know it's a talking point I think people are, are antsy they see an opportunity, and they want to get aggressive with taking advantage of that opportunity. Um, but, like, I, I think the, the game-to-game nature of it is a little weird. Like, the Kings will lose a game. They'll be like, man, this ain't, gonna, this ain't enough. We're going to have to move on. I said, no, if this team is playing and doing the things that I'm looking for, I don't I, – I can engage in a conversation, but at the end of the day, it's just one eight of eleven. That's what I asked this team to do. Yeah, they're they're ten of thirteen at home this year, which is what I asked them to do. So I don't I don't see a need to 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 tinker with that too much. And then I, I know I think it was Tone in the chat. He was like, you know, ask me again after these next three games. That won't change it for me. They can go zero and three, and I know that'll that'll send a lot of people, you know going crazy about everything that's going on. You, you're going to lose some games, man. You're going to lose some games against good teams. Got to be able to bounce back. And sometimes it's not always looking at. Can I just point out one thing with those two teams? Mm. Or three teams, excuse me. They've already beat two of them. Yeah. Like you want to go 4-0 against Phoenix and Minnesota? I just want to throw that out there. Like yeah. the, 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 the the two of the three teams that we're talking about on this stretch, they've already beat two of them. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. Own it out there. I think part of it is too is this Kings team is like really close. They're they're a playoff contender and all that. They're not a playing team. They're top six team and all that. I think they're really close. And I think I'm just guess, not guessing, but I think from what I've seen is that fans, it's either you think this team can develop and become that title contender or you don't, and you think they need that one more piece. I think that's what it all comes down to. No, that's fair. I understand it. I under I understand anybody who, you know, is thinking about man, make the make the move because you're right there. Like I get it. Absolutely, I get it. I just. I, I'm looking at this team, and I'm I'm looking for a specific move, I guess. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm not even sure what that move is that mm-hmm. I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, and I'm definitely not sure who that player is. I think I think a lot of people say OG is the guy, and I don't know. Maybe. Ideally, to be honest, to with me, you, OG is the right guy at the right cost. Yeah. Once again, I'm not – but this is just me. I'm not, like, as crazy about OG as others are. And if I could if I could pick a position, I'd probably want 
probably want a small forward. And OG would fit that, right? He, he'd fit that. Or, excuse me, I'd, I'd want a power forward mm. as opposed to a small forward because I'm starting to believe Keegan Murray can be that three. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, I don't, I, if, I don't need him playing the four. You know what I mean? I don't need him um, guarding Torrey Craig. I'm just throwing a four out there. I don't, I don't need that. Uh, he can focus on being that, that small forward that he is, and you can go get – that's where I look at Pascal a little bit more than others because I'd rather have a true four as opposed to a true wing, which is what everybody says they need. 916-909-1320. Let's get our man Jeremy in here. Jeremy, what's going on, baby? Uh, not much, guys. What's going on? Uh, just wanted to call in and uh, check in on, see how your Christmas was going and say uh, thanks a lot. No problem, man. Thank you. Yeah, Christmas is going along. I still got a little more shopping to do, but uh, it's going along. It's good. No, Christmas is a disaster at my house. I, I got one gift that's arrived. The other one's not going to be here in time. Oh, still no. don't know what to do with the other one. That's why you got to go to the mall. Well, one the gift that's not going to arrive here isn't going to be at the mall. Wow. The other one, I don't even know what. My bad. They don't have a off-white store at the gallery. Let's see this Galleria. <laughs> my bad. I need that. My you bad. would know because you're always shopping there, Casey. You got your nerve. Must <laughs> they don't? They don't have a, a, the Palms joint at the at the Galleria. My bad. This dog. dude my got bad. his nerve, man. Unbelievable. You're the one with a Palm Angels flannel on right now. <laughs> that is confirmed nor denied. Yes, that yes. I may or may not have a. It's absolutely Palms a Palm's Angel flannel right there, and you got your nerve talking about me. Uh, I'm glad that you brought up the the uh, 8 of 11 because um, I know that's something you were pushing for. Let's talk to our man Ryan, though, 916-909-1320. What's going on, Ryan? Not much. How are you guys doing? We're good, dog. So I, I feel like with this all this trade talk, everybody wants to jump to – you know, instant upgrades, and you got to be careful because not everything is an instant upgrade. I feel like our team is pretty young. I think anything should just be mostly picks going out the door. I feel mm. like most of the players on the roster have a place here. Even Harrison Barnes, maybe it would just be to find a replacement for him in the starting lineup and let him slide to the bench because I feel like his leadership is good. Everybody's got to, maybe Davion could be traded, but even he could be key in a playoff series where it's like he could be the defensive guy to come in and give somebody fits. You know, like I think all the pieces are here, maybe just a quality starter and kind of trade the picks. I got you, Ryan. I think Davion might have been replaced. We'll talk about that. You're listening to D'Lo and Casey on KIFM West Sacramento, 98.5 FM, Carex, QHD2 Sacramento, ESPN 1320. Always live on the free Odyssey app. We'll talk more about Davion Mitchell, Keon Ellis, that dynamic right there. And, of course, the Sacramento Kings winning eight of their last 11. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 